This episode of That Record Got Me High is sponsored by Is This Tomorrow? Is This Tomorrow, a weekly webcomic, features absurdist humor and seriously silly amusement keyed to the sophisticated palette of discerning listeners like you. Since migrating online in 2003, Is This Tomorrow has always been absolutely free, with no annoying advertising or paywalls. Visit isthistomorrow.com. You'll find hours of archived entertainment, hundreds of comics to distract from work, responsibilities, or just the existential pain of being alive. Dig through the archive for special Halloween comics, autobiographical strips, and even some in Anaglyph 3D. Also check out our Society6 merch page for lots of Is This Tomorrow swag. Society6 forward slash Is This Tomorrow. New strip every Monday, now in color. Isthistomorrow.com Three, two, one. All right, here we are. Another episode of That Record Got Me High. That's Barry Stock. That's Rob Elba. And we are live again, once again, at Laser Wolf in Fort Lauderdale. Let's hear it, everyone, for Laser Wolf. We're live. And tonight we have a special guest in our studio in the Laser Wolf uh, That Record Got Me High podcast studio. It is Mr. Jesse Small. Let's hear it for Jesse Small, everyone. Hey! And why, what's the significance of Jesse? Why is Jesse here? Why is he significant? There, he's, there's so many re- That would be a whole other he's podcast got a, episode. Well, he's got a band that we've seen play that's he's really good. A, Jesse's got an awesome band called Milk Spot. That's right. And he is also a filmmaker he does cartoons he's very uh he's very jovial when you talk to him he's he's, uh, he's, he's kind of jovial he's I'm, I'm, I'm pretty jovial <laughs> he's really jovial he's a good guy and he brought a record that he, he that really means a lot to him and what is the record we're doing jesse uh we're doing apostrophe by frank zappa uh what? And, and jesse i asked i had asked i asked jesse if he wanted to do the podcast because i knew he'd be great on it and he said well i really want to do zappa but I know you hate Zappa. <laughs> that I, is, yeah, we might as well get that out of the way. Knew, how you knew, and maybe you listened, you heard it on an episode, because I may have. You yeah, should do a little confessional it. before we start, Rob. Um, but I will, I will, I'm going to say right now off the bat, before we start getting into it, mm. I do not, I don't think I, I hate Zappa as much as I think I did. There you go. I think I probably hate people that like Zappa a lot more, <laughs> but I don't think I really hate Zappa yeah. that much. Cause Sorry, I, apologies to our audience <laughs> immediately for all the people he just well, alienated. I hate I don't know. I have a lot of anger. He ain't dead. Oh, see, there he goes. The guy just stomps and walks away. <laughs> Fuck that guy. There he goes there. No, no, but I don't. Yeah, that's true. So he's back. Oh, he's, oh, he's goose. Yeah, there um, we go. So, yeah, Frank Zappa. And uh, I, I never, honestly, I never dug that deep into him because mm. I just never thought I, I was into him at all. And... Uh, Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's telling me to spit out my gum. Oh, <laughs> look at that. An audience member. Uh, yeah. So right. Yeah. You. Sure. Uh, I love my dad. He's a kid. Why? Jesse, are you officially our youngest uh, guest? I think Jesse's yeah, our think youngest guest. Be. So he is. So good yeah. it. Jesse, I, I will we tell you. We had an embryo on once. <laughs> well, no. A quick story about Jesse. About uh, when, when I still had a band, my band, Shark Valley Sisters, played with uh, Jesse's band, Milk Spot. And we played, we did a show. You remember Miami when we played with Marky? Ramon? Ramon, yeah. Oh, my God. The only living Ramon left, Marky Ramon. And it, a second-gen Ramon. He's not even great, original oh, Ramon. Whatever. It was a great show. But we played, and then I'm, I'm sitting there.
there watching Milk Spot, and I'm standing next to Jesse's parents. Yep. And I'm talking to him. Oh, you're Jesse's parents. And I realize I'm the exact goddamn age yeah. of Jesse's yeah. parents. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about shit and school and all this stuff. Well, I just found go. out I went to high school with your kids. Too, he went yeah. to Cypress Bay. Him and his brother, your younger brother. Yeah. What's his name? Preston. Preston, who also plays in. I'm, I'm so bad with names. I'm so good. Who also plays in Milk Spot. Yeah, they both went to Cypress Bay, and both my daughters did. But I'm, sadly, they, you guys didn't hang. You weren't friends because you didn't know how cool uh, you all were. That was like the biggest. That was probably the biggest school. The it time was, we it's went a there. huge school, yeah. yeah. And you were skipping. You were hardly there from what we <laughs> were talking about before. Yeah, we won't talk about why. Yeah, I never. mean, the name of the podcast might clue you in. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Jesse, obviously, Jesse, you're you're a big uh, Zappa fan, but uh, huge. Barry, you're also a Zappa. I like Frank fan, Zappa. Right? Yeah, I like yeah. a certain era of Frank Zappa for sure. So what is it? But so what is it about this record in particular that's that just that that means that meant so much to you? Well, it was kind of uh, my introduction, pretty much. Uh, it was the first record I I, I owned by him, All right. and I, I definitely wanted to dive more. Like when I he was one of those when I got into it, I got it like. Right. Immediately. Now, when did you when did you hear it first? Do you remember? Like, well, when I first heard Zappa, I was really young, probably like eleven, twelve. Because your parents probably listened, it, to it, right? Well, my dad didn't. My dad got us into music, right? And we were um, we were really obsessed with classic rock, and that was when like the H one still played music. Oh, right. So I saw him, but I didn't get too too into him. Um, but more when I was like in my freshman year of high school, and I, uh, which is like. It was no, it was probably my sophomore year in high school, which is when we formed Milk Spot. That oh, was wow. like what? That okay. was like three Two. years ago. Uh, that was <laughs> pretty. Much. We formed 2006, 2007. Okay. And, right. uh, wow. Yeah, and um, we were like, we wanted to be as weird as possible. Oh, and okay. I guess I like heard Frank Zappa was weird. Yeah. yeah. And um, it, the album covers just his face. Yeah. So I was like, this I one's love that easy. Cover. Me, yeah. It's a great cover. Yeah, totally. And uh, we bought me and. My brother Preston bought that in Overnight Sensation. The duo next up came, they have sequential records. Exactly, and I don't yeah. know how that happened. I guess just in the record store. Yeah, right. They were like yeah, right, right next, next to, to each other. other. Yeah. Well, those were the, like, Overnight Sensation was a huge seller, and then the Apostrophe was just, you know, the follow up to that. Mm-hmm. They were kind of like, it was kind of like his first record that was not associated with the mothers or with any of that older stuff. Yeah. It was kind of his break away from the 60s, the, you know, clean break with that stuff. Right after the Flo and Eddie. Like Bingo, the, exactly. Yeah. After the Flo and Eddie thing, which was still a Mothers of Invention kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this was actually his 18th album. <laughs> this was his 18th already. It came yeah. out in 19... 19- 74, of course, I had no idea that he was, you know, I, I just didn't know that much. I, I knew, obviously, I'd heard of Frank Zappa, sure Mother's of Invention. Yes, uh, this is 18th album. He put out a lot yeah. of goddamn records. Super wow. prolific. Um, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and it's funny now, all right, so, so full disclosure, this is probably the first Frank Zappa record I ever listened to, multiple, you know, from beginning to end and multiple times. Mm hmm. And right away, what came out to me was that a lot of it uh, reminds me of bands that I do really like. Some of it reminded me of Minutemen, uh, uh, Firehose type mm-hmm. stuff. Some of it reminded me of uh, They Might Be Giants. Yeah. Perubu. I just yeah. hear all these like different sure. weirdo stuff that I like. So it's like, why wouldn't I like, why don't I like yeah. Zappa? And uh, I don't know. I, I think mainly for me, a lot of it is he doesn't sing. A lot of times he doesn't sing with melody, like a lot of melody. Yeah. And then that's usually what I gravitate more towards. 
hmm. melody. Yeah, he kind of, especially on this record, he kind of almost speak, yeah. right. speaks. Yeah, a lot things. of that. There's a lot of speaking, but there's but there is a lot of great things. There's a lot of humor, obviously. I think what what uh, what um, also turns me off is if you look at Wikipedia and see the the description. Of uh, of 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 uh, Zappa's genre, they describe it as comedy rock, yeah, that's uh, progressive true. rock, yeah. hard rock, and jazz fusion. Yeah. <laughs> and three that's... of those four things I don't like. Yeah, but that's kind of not. <laughs> no, no, I'm not saying it's fair, but that's but that's one of the reasons because that's right. what I would think. Unless I dig in, that's what I think. Yeah, yeah he gets lumped in with a, like Doctor Demento kind of. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. right, right. Because yeah, I think it's one it's a song not. from this. I think it was um, a Cosmic Debris, whatever. Right. was a big. A Dr. Demento song yeah. I read. Yeah, and that's, you know, that's kind of, there's there's that aspect to it, and that makes it um, sometimes uh, the annoying fan, I think it's what you mentioned earlier on. Yes. And he did, you know, after the, like, during the Mothers from 66 on to, like, whatever, 70, 71, his focus was definitely more on um, uh, political... Uh, satire and then in these with Overnight Sensation Apostrophe and also I'm going to mention an incident where he was on stage in Germany Mm -hmm. and he got knocked off the stage and had a brain injury and was out of commission for six months and after that that. he always had a bodyguard I have a theory that actually it affected his personality and that it changed his songwriting. Everything after that was the was him getting getting knocked off the stage because there's pretty much a after the flow and Eddie Mothers. That's interesting. He gets injured and then he comes back and he makes records that are very stylistically. I mean, it's still Frank Zappa, but all of that, all of that sort of um, '60s political awareness and satire goes way more towards social satire. Yeah. I know it, that accident um, changed his vocal range. To, right. It made it lower. Right. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, it was very so, serious. So I mean, he, yeah, he, he, it wasn't like, you know, just, he was he really got injured badly. What? <laughs> I just almost <laughs> knocked showed my you. headphones off. Uh, Jesse, so what, yeah. what like, first, like, like um, drew, drew you to it? Was it was it the the humor? Or it was the was humor. It an, and the weirdness, because he does totally. sing, and he does, and, and, and it is cool. What, what I like is the fact that it just seems like he's, he'll sing about just about anything. Yeah. And he'll just, yeah, which is cool. I definitely, definitely was drawn to the humor, the musicianship, obviously. Yeah. But that was almost, like, I, it was almost second to me, because I just love the weirdness. Right, right. Yeah, see, that's, it's almost the thing that turns me off a little, is the musicianship, because some of the musicianship is so, like, like sophisticated, and it is yeah. froggy, kind of froggy. Exactly. And I know some people will say, that. Yeah, yeah. Sure. and then especially then, I was like, into punk rock, you know, into punk mm. bands, and it was just all, it was too, it was just too proggy. I almost feel like the song off the album Father Oblivion almost has a punk feel to it, because it's just yeah. so fast. Yeah, but he wanted Oh, right, to be, I actually wrote, yeah, I actually wrote that. It, we it, watched, a, like a, we watched a documentary, yeah. we watched a documentary, what, last night, two nights ago, called uh, Eat That Question or Eat This Question. Uh, the interview documentary. And what he wanted to be known as was a composer. Mm-hmm. So all of that other crap, he's just going to say, that's not true. I'm a composer. So his you know, his style is Frank Zappa, and he's a composer. So that's why you know he, there, there is stuff that you see in there, but you also kind of instantly know, oh, that's Frank Zappa, even if there's no words. Yeah, totally. 
All right, so uh, so we have this record apostrophe, and it's got this big picture of him on the cover, his yeah. his puss <laughs> with the mustache. Yeah, and that to me, I don't know, just the whole the whole Frank Zappa thing. That's to me. Well, he's like, not. He is. Um, I think he's a and probably. I mean, we we were discussing this in the car on the way up here. You know, he's not. He's an egomaniac, and that's what you have to be to be a person like Frank Zappa. Because totally. he got people to do whatever he wanted them to do, and he did exactly what he wanted to do, twenty four seven from nineteen sixty six to until he got sick. And yeah. you just you just being a super nice guy, it, that's not going to happen. And you also have to have incredible talent. Yeah, like so if you see like, Jesse, that's your problem. You're too nice. Stop being so nice. That's <laughs> all of our problems. Yeah, that's why we're Stop. sitting here laser because uh, yeah. you're, you're super talented. You're a great guy, but you're too goddamn nice. Uh, start huh. hanging out with me and Barry more. You're, okay, that's yeah, not nice. going to help you. Gonna, <laughs> no, no, make him less nice. A, yeah, but he's not going to. He's not going to advance. He's not going to get anything else mm-hmm. out of it. No, he does not. No. I, just, I know what you're saying, though. I'm a, uh, <clears throat> this is a little off topic, but I'm a huge Howard Stern fan as well. Okay. And I always thought that they had a similar yeah, I agree. Uh, e- uh, ego-centric yeah, thing about and themselves. That's how you, work that's how you e- get work that. Eth- work ethic. They work, works his ass off. Yep. Oh, right, right. And there but, was actually, I never, listening to the record, his little asides that he would do, I actually found them really funny and it's not uh-huh. stuff I would notice but like when he's talking about uh, I think it was the first song when he's talking about the uh, pen and explaining about uh, <laughs> what they, whatever they write on up yeah, there yeah. whatever they used to write on I, yeah. I really like stuff like that because it, it's just uh, it's just funny for someone you know and it's cool for someone to throw that into a song yeah. that's on a record that's on a label major label so you, you know? never heard this record until basically this week yeah no wow. I never did but, uh, did you know the like Don't Eat the Yellow Snow song I, I knew it I knew it from just the the title of it and from people saying it yeah cause that was like that's kind of like I train, train's we about. ordered a train. It just showed up. It's got it's a train full of frozen that's pizzas. La- that's all part of the Laser Wolf Live experience. For everybody, the train frozen going by. pizzas Thanks. for yeah. everyone. Chris does. Chris <laughs> sets it up for that for the train to come by. Yeah. Now, so I've heard I've been listening to this record then for way longer than anybody probably in this room. Well, yeah, because yeah, the first time I heard it was at my good old friend Billy Taylor's house back in about 1979 Whoa. he go, he whips that record out and puts it on and we would sit and do the things you did in the 70s when you were you know listening to records hell yeah and <laughs> listening to Frank Zappa and but it wasn't my first Zappa record the first record I had actually was I went to the mall and I bought three records and I bought um, David Bowie Station to Station and I got Kiss Destroyer and I got Uncle Meat by Frank Zappa because oh, of the cover. Cool. The cover is this de- demented collage of Teeth. insanity. And I took it home and listened to Uncle Meat, and I was like, I don't understand any of this. And I, But I would listen to King Kong on the last side because it was instrumental, and I didn't have to think about like what he was saying in the lyrics, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's, it's interesting that you mentioned drugs because Frank he's, Zappa, yeah. pretty much his whole career, he was anti-drug. I mean, he's exactly. going on yeah. record and say he tried pot a couple of times and it was just not for him. Right. Yeah. So this is like, to me, it's like drug. It, it's like drug music for people that do drugs, but by someone that doesn't do drugs. Well, it, if, yeah. you know, he, he he comes across as kind of. I mean, I he comes across a little bit as kind of like somebody who might be a speed freak. Because he's, you think, would, I think you think everyone's a speed. No, <laughs> Frank God, really. Every, just the amount done, of, thought the the amount of work speed. that that guy <laughs> yes. did, the amount of the amount of. If you look at the, if you, like in this documentary, they're showing him in the studio in the control room of the studio, 
and there's just these, all of these, these scores are everywhere. And he's cutting one note at a time out of them with a razor blade. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he could have an assistant and be going, okay, blah, 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 blah. you do this, do this. And he's sitting doing it himself and cutting this thing out. And but, it was, but that's he, probably just his his mind, though. It's probably like just I how guess. his mind yeah, works. Yeah, work I mean, like he drank a lot of coffee. That need, he did drink a lot of coffee. The like only, he didn't need all, even the only over, ever reference I heard to him drinking was there was a uh, DJ from a New York radio station in the early '70s, around the time of you know uh, maybe live at the Roxy, and he said I was tasked with interviewing Frank Zappa, and so I you know we set up the interview and Frank I showed up. And he handed a hundred dollar bill to his driver and said, "Go get a bottle of the liquor store. Get a bottle of Chateau Lafitte, like expensive wine." And so he came back and they drank the wine. But other than that, I've never heard any reference to uh, him. Well, I know, like when he was sick, Gail would make um, him margaritas. Like I think he yeah. drank every once in a while. Yeah. But he definitely didn't have like a habit of anything. Um, besides sex, cigarettes, sex. And cigarettes, coffee, sex. sex. <laughs> now let me now let me ask you something interesting because Jesse right. did uh, did tell us that he actually has been sober for about two years now. Isn't doesn't drink anymore, right? I don't drink. I smoke pot. So. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Pot that episode's ruined. <laughs> <laughs> someone's, uh, someone's leaving in disgust. <laughs> okay. Come back. We'll get. We'll bring more frozen pizzas. But do you think so? But do you think this is something that 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 helps you? appreciate it more or do you think you would like it just as much no matter how you know if you were totally it's a loaded question answer carefully Uh, no No, I I got you Um, well I definitely like listening to his music under the influence but I I enjoy it just as much Um, you probably like doing just about anything under the influence exactly yeah 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 yeah. anything you'd like but um, um, like today I actually I live in Davie and uh, we won't hold that against you uh, (laughs) I rode my bike uh, to Fort Lauderdale today, and I listened to the record. Oh, nice! Yeah, very and, uh, nice. I totally, I, I loved it. Like, right. but I think Zappa is like one of those things where I just like love him so much that I could listen to it. The crazy thing whatever. is, that's awesome. What year were you born? Eighty nine. Eighty nine. So you were four <laughs> when Frank died. Yeah. So we actually experienced like him being alive and a, a major cultural figure mm-hmm. for right, part right. of our you know lives. So it's yeah, he was a big it, part of that whole uh, PMRC thing. When the, he was, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, um, right, uh, and that was, you know, that seems, that seems like child's play thing. now yeah, compared yeah. to what we got going on. <laughs> right, right. I don't know for what reason he totally fit with what I was oh, like yeah, in high no, school. I'm not saying that. Right, right. I'm just yeah, he's that's got a cool, universal something appeal. Something that came out in 1974. Yeah. Right. That some kid. Yeah. And it's then, weird because you almost forget that he's like dead. Yep. Because he's such like a big, you know, big part of like my life. Like that. I almost sure. like. Well, this yeah. was already. Yeah. This was his 18th record. He'd probably up to like record 300 by now. <laughs> if he's yeah. Still alive. So. Um, well, uh, I think he might have had something up there. Well, if you count like live stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, there was, um, you know, as the decade progressed, there was it. It wasn't necessarily, you know, I my appreciation of him lessened as time went on as I mean, his records not the early stuff not the and he would hate because he mentions the documentary there's these you know basically neckbeards who only like the early stuff and yeah. blah, 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 blah. Ne- I'm totally calling you a, a neckbeard, neckbeard from now on yeah and, well, he had his '80s stuff, and I oh, just like Eddie. Was that the uh, Dancing Fool stuff and yeah. like that? Uh, that was I like that the record. Valley That's Girl. like right towards the end. 
of yeah. the seventies. Uh, shake, um, shake your booty is about the last. Me too. I'm not album. a big uh, Joe's Garage fan. Now, yeah, yeah, Susan like my wife loves Joe's Garage. Really? There's yeah. like some stuff on like all of his records yeah. I can appreciate, yeah. but it got um when he had those singers Ike Willis, yeah, and Ray White, it was always their voice, right? Exactly. And it got a little a right. little same. Yeah, right. And he did, Susan, you mentioned, we were watching some, the, during the documentary, we've seen it later on, he played less and less guitar. He would yeah. just play guitar to solo. Mm-hmm. And so, he, he just, his persona and everything mutated over time. Yeah. And, uh, you and, know. and it should also be mentioned that he was a really great guitar player. Too. He was. He, was he awesome, is. Which I, which I think almost think. underrated. He yeah, is, well, well I know. Um, he's distinctive. When he plays, you're like. One two notes is like ah, oh, it's Frank Zappa. So I was thinking someone who you could say he, he you could sort of compare him to as as a musician. Uh, I was thinking Prince. Could you see he's yeah. kind of like a Prince guy, right? Yeah. Because a, a savant, kind of like a savant, yeah. kind of like you know very uh, a particular in how his music yeah. comes out, but also just a great musician. Yeah, kind of exactly. Like, I agree. Yeah. I can see that. A virtuoso. They have something but else in common. Prince would never have that nasty giant mustache and, and goatee yeah. and shit, though. Prince I don't know. That one Prince record. Wow, was it the first one? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I oh, know which one you're talking oh. about. Dirty. That's I just bought that when it came out, mind. pal. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's get into this just goddamn it, record. Which, which, um, all right, I'm just going to say right away, I actually enjoyed By the time I, I listened to it like the third, fourth time, I was starting to cool. enjoy yeah. the record. Enjoy a it's lot. It's definitely yeah. a good starting point. Um, yeah, for yeah, sure. yeah, and that's why I was surprised. So it starts out with "Don't eat the yellow snow," which, <laughs> which is, is the iconic yeah. "Don't eat the yellow," which well, is good. advice is good. It's good, strong advice. Right, sure, <laughs> but it's a it, that's, it's um, sh- the song is shorter than I remember because the first side there's a sort of a, yeah, it's only a like suite. two minutes. There will they all each, and I wonder if the title apostrophe was because like each the next song is like oh see this song see the next oh, song yeah, right? basically the first four the songs. Are Songs are just telling like a little story. story. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, yeah. That anybody that. know about the, uh, the origin? I don't know if he ever talked about where the title oh. came from. He barely played that live either. True. Yeah. Oh, really? Uh, really? He played. He would play some uh, one song in particular off the record. He would play live a lot. But um, cosmic debris. Cosmic oh, debris. Yeah. So it's a Eskimo, basically uh, Eskimo tale, <laughs> and you've got some characters, some Eskimo yeah. characters. Mm-hmm. And the first thing, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it sort of bleeds from "Don't Eat the Yellow Snow." It bleeds right into the Nanook. Rubs it. Rubs Nanook it. Yeah. rubs it. <laughs> Would you? I could picture you as like a, a sophomore in high school, though, listening to it. Uh, it with was your, brother, with your trip, younger right? brother it and going, "This is awesome." <laughs> it was my everything. Yeah, yeah. Nobody got it though. Like, too. Oh, really? Everyone hated it. Oh yeah, the, the, uh, the jocks at school that would uh, that would lock you in the uh, yeah locker. I, I would show girls <laughs> it for some reason. Oh, this um, album. Yeah, or just uh, anything I was yeah. into back then. You should have yeah. been showing them like. Night Ranger at that oh, time. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, you wait, wait, wait. He's laid. Yeah. Night No. Uh, he's not showing. You would show him more like a. Like, what was popular then? I don't Dude, know. He was in high school in the 2000s. Yeah. I don't know. I don't even know. Night Ranger, um, Night Ranger was wasn't too popular back then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, those Speaking damn of Yankees. Editing. <laughs> 
Who the hell was popular? Who was popular in the 2000s? 2000s? I don't know. I obviously wasn't listening. You probably didn't like... T- well, it was be- hip-hop, the auto-tune hip-hop. You and your brother, you were into, like, classic rock, though, right? Yeah. You were into classic rock. By the time we were in the high school, brothers. I was really into, like, the butthole surfers, bow, bow. ween. Oh, okay. Yeah, for anything, right, right. like, really, really I fucking out contemporary there. Weirdo, the contemporary weirdo. The contemporary weirdo. Yeah. Right, right. Okay, so the uh, yeah, the, so the second thing Nanook rubs it continues the Eskimo story. And let me, this, and I have to wonder. You may not remember because this was a big deal. The 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 seal, the baby seal hunt was a huge environmental thing in the seventies and the eighties because mm-hmm. they would go out and the, they would beat the they would just clobber these seals right on the shoreline. And they still do, but it's it's not like it doesn't get the play that it used to. I don't know if people are just so like oh, the dolphins so get more. And he's kind of joking about it a little, making a little. Oh, of course, he is. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is cool. He started whipping on my favorite baby seal with a Leadfield <laughs> snowshoe. Yeah. Do you have this memorized? Do you have this whole album memorized? Barry, I, I, pretty much. I, 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 I mean, yeah, I, mean you I, know, you know, I know this record. That's kind of sad. That's a little sad. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually not that long of a record. It's a pretty it's quick not, record. Yeah, it is, and the songs. Yeah. That's what I like. I actually, honestly, I like the shorter songs better. Yeah. Because I'm not, yeah, some of the uh, some of the later, some of the, the jammy, the more jammy stuff. That's the stuff I didn't like. I know mm-hmm. a lot, and uh, some of my good friends like really got into his um, guitar the one where it was just guitar yeah, shut up and shut play, up your and play guitar. your guitar yeah, yeah and, and I know people are really into the shut up and play your guitar stuff well if you like his style of guitar the one thing I noticed about Frank Zappa is that he'll have really complicated arrangements and harmonies and rhythms and then when it gets to the guitar solo, it's a fucking four-four blues. Yeah. Then it goes, and then the, the, it might go back into something more complicated. But in general, not always. He likes to solo over like A and D and E, and then we just go back into and then it's just he just hits it. You know, his solos are very rock. They are. They are. Oh yeah, rock. Oh, superly, super overdrive, distorted, yeah. and uh, wailing. Yeah. And all right, so this, so then we go right into Saint Alfonso's pancake breakfast, which is super quick. It was a fast. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. there's so much information in there. There is. Yeah, yeah. Tiny song. <laughs> all right, now this song. All right, did you notice? I noticed a musical cue or a musical thing in this song that I feel like he kind of lifted from ELP. Emerson Lincoln yeah, yeah. Palmer. There's, right. Yes, he's either and they stealing came out, they came or. Out. Comment, commenting. Right, they came off like two years earlier. They uh, came that out was in, uh, yeah. brain salad surgery. Exactly, yeah. brain. Because I mean, that I used to do a lot. Because my sister, my little sister, the tone that of the fucking, <laughs> she would get high and play that fucking album over and over again. Yeah. Um, so I had that embedded. When I heard that part in there, I said, "Oh my god, that sounds." But just Rob like loves like the <laughs> It sounds very prog rocky. Yeah, yeah, well, prog. That you wonder: is it homage? Is it? Parody? You never know with him. Is he going, oh, so you guys think you're smart. Fuck you guys. Watch what watch this. Watch what I can and do. then he, right. he writes something that sounds just like Keith Emerson playing. Well I know like one size. And the drummer all. plays like Carl Palmer during it too. Yeah. I don't know what song you're talking about, but I know what section in, in St. Alfonso's you're talking that, that, like, yeah. marimba. All right, well, we're going to have like to after, we're gonna have to school you a little when we take a break. <laughs> we're going to take a break. Actually, let's, this is a good time. Let's take a break now so we can school Jesse cool. on, Emerson, nice. <laughs> on Emerson Lincoln Palmer and where no, his idol, really. Frank Zappa, basically stole this old music <laughs> section. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> All, right, All right, but we are going to take a break. We're going to come back. We're at Laser Wolf Live at Laser Wolf. Woo! You still have time. Oh, you party you animals do it out there. At Laser Wolf. We'll have another train how you doing on that chair? Come by. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll be back. All right.
Is This Tomorrow started out as a comic that ran in the Tallahassee, Florida college paper, the Florida Flambeau, in 1991. After running a number of strips, the editor became infuriated with the content of the strip, finding it inappropriate for the readers of a college paper. After a strip about a bachelor party, where Bonnie Rubble was killed after an argument with a pimp, ITT was no more. Luckily, many of these early strips that survived are available on the isthistomorrow.com website in the archives. In the past 15 years, Is This Tomorrow has appeared weekly, though the format has changed. The current strips are in full color and focus on current events and the absurdity of modern life. Many of the strips in the archive cover genres such as science fiction, satire, horror, biography, humor, and true crime. ITT has no paywalls and no fees required to enjoy. So make ITT the second window open on your computer at work that you minimize when your box walks up to your cubicle. Is this tomorrow.com and for associated merchandise, society6.com forward slash is this tomorrow. Five, four, three, two, one. All right, here we are. We're back. That record got me high. Episode 27. Yeah. I'm schooled. We're, uh, once again, we're live at Laser Wolf. And uh, we're drinking some really tasty, oh invasive God, so species beer. What's it called, Barry? Send it. Send you're it. not going to send it because you're going to drink it all yourself uh, at home. It. It's so good. So thanks again In to Laser Wolf for uh, hosting us. And uh, we have our people out there. What's, they're out there. They're out there. Hey. Yeah, they're out. You <laughs> want to mention our uh, our... Patreon, Rob? Yes, we have a Patreon now. God damn it, guys. We have one patron. At least be another patron. Go to patreon.com slash TRGMH for like $1, $1 a month. You could like sponsor us. You can get like 25 cents an episode, a goddamn episode. If you listen to us. Only one really little quarter. Just a, just a little. It would be uh, it would be nice. It's Seriously. Even, it's, it is Don't be so money. cheap. It's not even about the money. <laughs> a, a, but it is about the money, really. Uh, Patreon.com uh, um, Check it out Patreon.com They All need right. your money Much more than you no. do <laughs> Yeah we really do <laughs> Times are tough people uh, Alright so we're boy. talking About Frank Zappa With Mr. Jesse Small Yo That's His right. favorite thing In the world This has sort of Made him into the man He is now Yeah Which is yeah which is <laughs> kind of a, He's a cool dude okay. Jesse's a cool dude A little weird Quirky <laughs> But uh, his parents Really like him His parents like They, they, they love you And your brother Preston Yeah they they're really cool. They've always been really cool, they supportive. Cool. Yes, they are. Uh, God damn it. Um, <laughs> St. Alfonso's pancake breakfast. No, we talked about that already. That was we the Emerson, Lake, and Palmer thing. We did. Yeah, we we didn't did. talk about lyrics at all, though. Oh, okay, yeah. That's probably one of the funnier songs to me. It, it is. Yeah. Because um, she, uh, something about, where's the lady where she, um, with the sausage patty. Yeah, she abused the <laughs> sausage patty. <laughs> you eat my sleazy pancakes just for saintly Alfonso. <laughs> Dominus Vobiscum et cum spira tutu o. Yeah. They're so light and fluffy white. We'll reach a fortune by tonight. They're so light and fluffy brown. They're the finest in the town. <laughs> That's good. You guys should Makes me take hungry. that on the road. Yeah, ex- oh, yeah. I like, actually, I like pancakes, and I really don't eat them I very do. often. I could go so. for some pancakes. Chris, could you go get us some pancakes? <laughs> They're a once-in-a-while type of deal. How do you do anything after? Right, you're done. Yeah. <laughs> you just like, oh, I ate pancakes. Let's see who's going to lay down. <laughs> Time to go to work. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, so. So after. we go to Father Oblivion, which this, 
it, this kind of loses mid for me, like the whole thing. Is this part of the still the the story? I think it's his segue into it is right? cosmic debris, maybe. Yeah, well, he still is on the. Um, okay, so he's still talking about Saint Alfonso, right? Right. In yeah. the beginning, but um, whoop, there we go. Train, train. Comes train again. Woo! Hopefully, it won't run anyone over. How many people has this run over so far, Chris? What are we at? We're at about 10 that have actually been hit by the train. Jesse has some fans went by. Jesse Small fans. Yeah. Um, <laughs> They're definitely not Barry Stock fans. <laughs> I'm just saying. Probably not. You never know. Yeah, you sleep at one eye open, buddy. <laughs> All right, so good. Father. So that, that, that line that Barry just did yeah, was actually from, from Father, Father Oblivion. Oblivion. Oh, okay. So they're talking about the pancakes. Yes, yes, they are. You know, I've heard this like so many fucking times, and I still don't under really 100%. I think it's about he a leprechaun says, jerking yeah, off. Yeah, it is. He oh, said really? that these were dreams. He <laughs> got these that. lyrics for dream, from dreams that he had had. Yeah. So. Um, now, what, yeah, there's something. About I think the the come from the leprechaun might have something to do with the batter for the pancakes. Yeah, well, he does say in here. <laughs> Although, there aren't any kids yeah. out there, are there? Are there any children Not out anymore. there? Earmuffs. Get earmuffs. away from that radio. Now, was this was this after his head injury? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Just checking. Because <laughs> the night before, behind the door, a leprechaun had stroked. He, the night as it's cut off. And the night before, behind the door, a leprechaun had stroked. He stroked it. The night before, behind the door, a leprechaun had stroked his smock. Stroked his smock. He's got the speaking, singing thing down, too. He does. Yeah, yeah, he does. Um, Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it it is cool. I know. And then we go into Cosmic Debris. Which is, for me, the... This is the, the... for me, that if I was going to go and say, oh, which what am I going to listen to on this record? I would put that song on mm. because it deals with a subject which is like the um, the seventies hoodoo voodoo sort of craze. Yeah. Now yeah. L- let me ask you guys something. Did you guys read that supposedly there is uncredited uh, Tina Turner and the Iquettes on this record? Well, yeah, well, I think it was recorded at Ike Turner's studio. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, this, um, she definitely, they were all over um, Overnight Sensation, the other one, and they right. definitely were credited for that one. Yeah, uh, but they are doing background vocals. Oh, awesome! See, that's great. That makes me like it. I know that yeah. makes me like it just a little more. And uh, yeah, I actually I like this. It's a cool little story. It's like a story song, and yep. I like shit yeah. like that. And, but it, uh, it's but it, and it and it breaks away from the 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 sort of sweet on of the Saint the that uh, starts with um, uh, uh, don't eat the yellow snow. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're well, it's, we're finally out of the Eskimo. We're thing. out of that, right? It's true. <laughs> exactly. Yep. <laughs> Which sometimes I felt like sometimes he would keep things going a little too long or keep the, the joke a little too long, but I don't know. Maybe maybe that's just me. His maybe songs just are me. like, um, yeah, it's weird how they kind of go in to one another because uh, right at the end of Nanook rubs it, he talks about oh, going yeah. to St. Alphonse, yeah, the, right. the parish he, he of St. Alphonse. Right, right. Cue. It's almost like a Monty Python sketch. Yes, yes yeah, yeah, exactly. You that's know, good. That's actually very good. you got to wonder but, whether now this, he has seen Monty Python at this point. At that point... I don't know. I'd like to think he did. 
Let's yeah. get, let's get a medium here, and we'll do a seance. Well, this is what Cosmic Debris is about. Exactly. Well, I see the this song man. also. I feel like because it's it's about a mystery man peddling mumbo jumbo, and right. I feel like for me, Frank is the mystery man peddling his mumbo jumbo to me. Oh no, Frank is the debunker in this for <laughs> yeah. sure. No, but but to me, he's he's oh, peddling I his mumbo jumbo. I see. To me. I see. Because I'm not <laughs> fully. I'm not, I'm, I'm not fully. Uh, You're not fully vested in, in the Frank Zappa exactly. mythology. Yeah, I'm just not. But but anyway, that's the end of side one. It is a cool song though. And supposedly, like I said, uh, Dr. Demento, supposedly this was a, 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 big, a big thing on Dr. Demento that he would play this song. Yeah, Dr. Definitely. Demento, unfortunately, there's a sort of, unfortunately, there's kind of a taint associated with <laughs> Do- Dr. Demento. Is there? Why? It's just because it was... There's not a lot of prestige. No. <laughs> It's kind of like, because you, if you were on Dr. Demento, you could be, it could be something really great, <laughs> but you could be lumped in with some other goofy yeah. novelty thing that you're like, oh, come on, please, Weird dude. And shit. It, <laughs> like that, yeah, I, didn't, I wasn't going to use that name, but he that was, was what I thought He was super influenced by Zappa. He was, right? Yeah. I, yeah. I, could, I could tell that. I could guess that. All right. So Weird Al the, did not equal <laughs> Frank Zappa. <laughs> he's Frank Zappa without any of the genius. Uh, I mean, he's still <laughs> alive, and he's still me. You know, putting on better records. All right, so side two, we start with eccentrifical fours. Fours. Uh, which has got some really cool uh, guitar playing in this yep, one. Yeah, it does. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's got the lyrics. The, the really cheap, the way I sing That's the probably the weirdest board. song on the album. It is. Yeah. Uh, it is weird. It's I, like I a minute. Yeah, yeah. It's super fast. There's always Corla Plankton. It's, this is sci-fi, right? This yeah. is outer space. Oh, man. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. I like um, when he calls up Pump Tentacle and asks yeah. him how's his chin. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's puns. There's a lot of little puns in there and stuff. But I feel like he's also sort of, maybe this is a little bit of the guy in high school, like maybe you in high school, Jesse, that didn't really like high school, wasn't into sports. Yeah. He said, you wouldn't think I'd have too many since uh, since I never cared never for sports. sports. Yeah. But I'm not really lonely in my eccentrical. Uh, see, I feel like the that was me. That's you. I feel like that's you, Jesse. <laughs> this was speaking directly to you. Absolutely. Yeah, that's sweet. That's really sweet. Um, um, yeah, there's little pawns and... <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. What's that last line in that song? Because it goes right into the next song. He like goes, perfectly. well, he goes... Uh, the time he crossed the line from later on to way, way back, back when. when. That one time blew my mind. Right. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, okay. <laughs> That's great. That's great. That's adorable. I was like, what does this mean? <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. Frank is one of the. I, w- I was thinking about it on the way up here, maybe at work today, too, was he's, compo- he's the, one of the least introspective songwriters you will ever, mm-hmm. ever. He never writes about his own interior experiences it's always exteriorized stuff and he wasn't a big guy on lyrics he didn't really like uh yeah i mean he just it was a lot of it was more like uh, he, he knew people liked lyrics free association ah, and so things he, like that he, yeah, he, he liked instrumental right stuff yeah but i thought his lyrics were great and funny weird they are great and funny and weird and but he doesn't ever reveal Anything about Frank yeah. himself? True. There aren't, uh, there, there aren't any loves. There aren't any Frank Zappa love there songs. Are right? Actually, are actually way back in the '60s, he did oh, write some love songs right at the beginning of the oh, Mothers okay. of Invention. Oh, yeah. well, but then, <laughs> well, it's kind of the same thing with uh, Milk Spot. Actually, uh, one of our old bass players pointed that out because we never write anything. 
serious or yeah. right. Right. revealing or anything. Yeah. It's well, a, that's, you know, we, had, <laughs> we did a felt record last week, and that's all that was. Uh, so yeah, yeah, it's kind of an interesting contrast true. to Frank Zappa. Uh, but Milk Spot is still a great, but you guys have great songs, though. Man. Thanks, man. And really humor. You have, see, I appreciate the humor in your songs more than Frank Zappa's songs. <laughs> For some reason, I don't know. Maybe it's just because I'm wearing a Milk Spot shirt, by the I know, way. I right know. That's now, delicious. Which uh, I know. And it's I have a really quick story about my Milk Spot shirt. I was taking my 87-year-old mom to... CBS uh-huh. and the guy behind the oh, register. Oh, this is fascinating. I, I, I was well. It's a weird shirt. It's got like some weird. What, what would you say is on the smoke spot shirt? It's, uh, like it's a, a monster taking a dump. All right, a monster taking a dump. It's weird. So the guy behind the register says, "I like your shirt," and I say, oh. "Well, thanks." And he goes, "It's weird." And then my mom says. My son likes weird things. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I think I remember you telling me about that. I think that's three strikes right, All right there. So we get into song number seven, Apostrophe. Yeah, and that's this, right. I love, this is very 70s jam sounding. It, yeah. Well, yeah. But and I love, my favorite thing about this is Jack Bruce is credited as playing on this, but Jack Bruce insists he did not play on it. Which is And bullshit. had nothing he to did, do with no. it. He definitely did. He, he can tell. Denou- he's denouncing it, though. He, there, that went back and forth about because I, I thought, I looked this up because I thought, this is, there's no way. That is definitely Jack Bruce yeah, playing Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and Zappa he, says, oh, yeah, that's him they playing probably, on it. For some reason, you know he what? doesn't want to Jack admit Jack Bruce, it. also big, giant ego. They uh, were they, okay. they didn't hit at all. Frank complained about his bass playing. He said, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like, yeah. I thought about Frank. Like, okay, you get Jack Bruce to play on the record. You think he's just going to play, like, the root notes? I know. He's it? playing too many notes. Too many notes. <laughs> oh, like, it was so fucking yeah, like, you know, good, so, though. It, yeah. it is. And, the bass you know, the riff, Yeah, that he's playing, you know, he's playing oh, yeah, fretless, it's, distorted. It's, it's and Jack Bruce. Uh, by Jack the way, Bruce. cream, the legendary cream bassist. That's right. Rip, you know, he's he's gone. The other Clapton and Ginger Baker, the psychopath. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah. yeah. We should do Wheels of Fire. That's a great album. Oh. Susan's nodding. My wife's nodding her head. <laughs> you okay. that Maybe you and Susan can start a podcast. No, <laughs> yeah, we could do it in my house. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. We have Jesse on the show. I'll come on that one. Yeah, yeah. There you go. We'll do All Ring right, of Fire. Whatever. That's it. Yeah. It's over. Podcast over. <laughs> great. But um, yeah, apostrophes and, and you know it's a it's got a Frank guitar solo with the mm-hmm. little you know ring modulator thing on it, razor blade guitar style. Yeah, exactly. And um, oh, that sounds so fucking good. And it's one of the, <laughs> the good thing about it is it's a song on the record. If you get tired of listening to the lyrics, which might annoy you, you know it's just pop on apostrophe and it's just this sort of jam, mm-hmm. very very. Um, and you can the riff is easy to learn because I did this afternoon. Oh, did you? This this song especially sounds. Yeah. 70s. Just screams the 70s. Yeah. The production got a, style. They got a drum break. This song sounds, in fact, it does, it's not recorded as well as the rest of the record. It might have been live. Maybe, no? yeah. 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 It, it, yeah. It, uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely got a, got a jam feel. Yeah, it sounds like it was just kind of a jam. Yeah. Well, well they definitely learned the riff because there is some intricacies in there. But Frank, Yeah, they did a drum Bruce, breakdown yeah. back into the main yeah, riff. It's Jack Bruce was the really extremely talented musician. So totally. It wasn't like he was going to be outclassed by Frank Zappa. It's like got a bass solo that sounds, it's, it almost sounds like a guitar solo. Right, then exactly. I think, um, oh yeah, right, right. Zappa's got a little bit of the wah, uh-huh. but right. just like kind of stepped on. Yeah, so it's got doing, that mid-rangey tone. Exactly. Yeah. Not a lot of like, um, 
we're doing the guitar geek thing. Exactly. Yeah. There you go. Good, good. And then that's, next, that's, next song, a total, total stylistic shift. My favorite. This, by the way, this is my favorite song on the record. Mm. Yeah. Because it's got piano. It's got really nice piano yep. in it, and it's got melody. It's got a little more melody to it. And I don't know. I just, I really like the song. It is. Okay. And it's it, completely different. It yeah, is, yeah, it, it is. It, it does it harken sort of back sticks to sticks out um, like a sore thumb on the record. Uh, it harkens back to a mother's song. Uh, um, off of uh, uh, Freak Out, where he's talking about, you know, social ills. Um, uh, trouble every day. Trouble every day. It's got, and so, I, but he's talking about a more 70s version of. Yeah. And, um, well, Uncle Remus is uh, that character, right? From, yeah. From. Song from the South? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But he goes back before that. He does. And he's simultaneously talking about the troubles that um, black, people. black people have, but also a little parroting him also a little bit. Yeah. You know, I, I can't wait till my fro is full grown. I was throw away my do-rag at home. home yeah, yeah well, that's really, that's but a good line. I, that's yeah, really exactly. good line. But that goes all the way back to uh, We're Only In It For The Money, where he talks about, oh, my hair's getting really good in the back. Yep. So people's concern about their their hair, hair, in fact, that comes up a lot in Frank's songs, especially early on, is like, Hair, pro- like what people are concerned about how their hair looks. Yeah, it's interesting. Well, that was like a lot more important back. It was. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, it's uh, really important to me how my hair looks. <laughs> You're the expert. Barry's got lots, long flowing locks. Yeah, I do. You guys don't know. You can't see. I have two hairs. Um, what I really, also what I like about this song, it's a one song where he sort of seems like he's kind of singing about something sort of real. That is true. And making commentary, and I yeah. love the idea, just the. Picture you can almost picture the uh, idea of uh, just before dawn, yeah. knock the little jockeys off the rich people's lawn. That's right. Like knocking those lawn jockeys, mm-hmm. those That's racist right. lawn jockeys yeah. off the rich people's lawn. That's a really good visual. And before they and get up, background vocals again in that song are fucking great. Yeah, that, that's probably yeah. the yeah. Icats. I yeah. think so. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The Icats. Uh, uh, that's a train coming the, by. Oh, that's the bright line going the other way. <laughs> Uh, no one, by the way, no one is on there. I it's saw totally I see, empty. Well, I saw one person on the no, bright line. That's a corpse. Oh, <laughs> Damn it! What were they thinking? They put a frozen corpse on the train, line. so it looks like somebody's riding it. <laughs> <laughs> they should do that. They just picked up like, who they uh, ran I guess over. that Brightline sponsorship's not coming through. What do you think? Is it something we said? <laughs> we got oh, the God. invasive species laser wolf well, sponsorship. Yeah. So we're, yeah. we're fuck Brightline. I want to say fuck Brightline. That's to right. be honest. Yeah. Right. Good. Yeah. You can, Jesse. I'm sick of them. And they train comes by thing. 300 miles an hour. If Brightline wants to sponsor us, you can. That's Jesse okay. saying that. He's just a guest. Um, <laughs> all right, and we get to the final song on the record, which is Stinkfoot. And it's basically a song about someone's smelly foot. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's it, Lyrically, I just find it kind of annoying, but yeah. there is a good Frank guitar solo in there. I mean, everybody does. If I took my shoes off right now, it would be like that. You know, it'd be like the song. But... It's I a, actually like. I like the, that song. Uh, yeah, I actually like the lyrics though. I like because it's so it's so weird. In the I, dark, yeah. it says, in the dark, where in all the, the dark. where all the fevers where grow, all the fevers under grow. the water where the shark bubbles blow. In the morning, <laughs> in the morning by, by your radio, radio the walls close in to suffocate you. You ain't got no, no friends, friends, and all, and all the, the others they hate you. Does the life you've been living gotta go? Mm. <laughs> well, let me like. Get your shoes and socks on, people. It's right around the corner. So, (laughs) 
They're going. And then it's the lyrics aren't clever. It's just that it They're ends clever. up being standing feet. Yeah, it came full circle with the silliness of "Don't Eat the it's Yellow true. Snow." Yes, Stinkfoot. Yes. It's very. And he sophomoric. also does a little. And he does a little aside here, which is my favorite aside on the whole record. When he's when the dog's talking and he says, and "That's this a, is dog. a dog." <laughs> yeah, I love yes. that. I really so do. This love is that. his Wagnerian songs. I call. Actually, I think there's a whole book written about. Zappa's obsession with poodles, but that oh, goes. Right. Um, yeah. There's really? a yeah. Are you sure that's a real book? Uh, it was some sort of. It was no. It was. Uh, there's some artistic uh, connection he has with the poodle, but the end of that song, the um, they're poodle smart. Bites, poodles are smart. Poodle cho- poodle bites. The poodle chews it. That's also the in the other album, bite. Overnight Sensation in um, okay. Dirty Love. There you at go. At the end of that song. So. Now was Overnight Sensation. Before this one or right after? before, right, right before, before, yeah, okay. okay. But there's a lot of same, the way, similar concepts. I mean, the thing about Frank was he would record all of this stuff, and it's all the process of editing. Mm-hmm. He would like record every live show. So you, there's Frank Zappa records where it's like a lot of "Shake Your Booty." A lot of that's the basic tracks are recorded live, live and then and overdubs. He would, he would bring them back in the studio, and like uh, um, "Bongo Fury," the one with Beefheart, mm-hmm. that's from a live show. He takes it in the yeah, studio and so he, good. he he reworks the entire thing. And so, till you've got you know, yeah. Or sometimes he would uh, like Inca Rhodes. He would just put a live solo right. that he really liked, right. and that's right. the solo for the song. Yeah. How do you do that with the timing and all? It's just crazy. Because now, he was in total, totally in control. Yeah. Now, Jesse, let me ask you something. Yes. What do you think about now his son Dweezil does this thing now destroying Zappa plays Zappa yeah what do you think is, is that something you'd be into I've seen see? him a I few saw, times I loved it it okay. was great yeah. Yeah. see well like I never I never got to see Obviously, Frank Zappa so to see his music live okay and it's his son yeah his son's an insane guitar player yeah, I know he's good guitar and player I, can, than I appreciate I would see I could I could see unlike you Barry I could appreciate things that I don't well, I think I like I the whipping boy of this podcast I'm not sure I like it you like it you don't you don't like it. Oh, you love it. <laughs> you love it. Uh, no, I'm sorry. No, I, I really well, um, the description but for I, this one. No, I, I saw I, him a few times and I and, oh, uh, really? and I okay. fucking loved it. That's well, cool. Because I cool. I wouldn't get an opportunity to see. I mean, his music otherwise. Yeah. Honestly, if I went to that concert, I would probably end up being bored to tears. And no. Like, it's not it's like... It's really good. I don't know if I oh, would like so it. it's so fucking good. But uh, I appreciate... I could appreciate you get some of the old guys players. like it. And yeah. Because like, well, uh, the song's like... When we, Susan and I saw it, that was probably 10 years ago. So some of the old players are... <clears throat> oh, you guys were probably on so much drugs, though. No, we weren't. <laughs> no, we weren't. We had children. <laughs> no drugs. Oh, yeah, that's right. Once people have we children, they, they, they drugs again. I'm sorry. We I forgot drove. To Boca Raton, we were very polite. Ten years ago, was it? 10? Was that he was with, with? Was he with Napoleon Murphy? Yeah, Brock? it was. It was one of the. It was the first Zappa plays Zappa show in Florida for sure. Well, now it's not. Uh, him and his brother got into some shit. Oh, I know. Isn't that terrible? Right. Yeah. That's so sad. The, the whole family. Susan just like, read that they resolved all that. Really? Yeah. Because I mean. They, what they did dad. was they had I to... I know, I know. Come on, Amit or whatever. Is that his name? Amit? Yeah, what the Amit. fuck? Just because you didn't get a cool name like your brother and sister. That was the know? mom. The mom, di- <laughs> the, di- mom. the mom divvied up the... Gave two of them 20% and two of them 30% mm-hmm. control or something like that. And then she died? And then passed away. Uh, oh, she's dead too? The mom's the dead? The Gail's dead. Yeah, yeah, a couple of years ago, a few years ago. All right, man. Well, thank, well we did it. And I'll tell you, and I honestly... Dude, you I did really well. I became, oh, you you, you behaved you yourself. <laughs> no, no, I, 
I became out with a much That's greater cool. respect, and uh, I might listen to an, another. If you tell this me this is another, like a good start. Yeah, he's yeah, not going to listen to this album record. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but you know, that's just cool. Me. If you taped him down with like duct tape, old people don't like new things. Yeah, but uh, no, I actually did enjoy listening to this, and we enjoyed having you on as a guest. I had Jeff so much small. fun. Oh, this was thank awesome. You so much. Yeah, think about another record because we'll, we'll have you back. We will definitely. And next week, what are we doing next week, Barry? Oh, putting me on the spot. I know. I forgot already. We were talking about it earlier. It's rad. Oh my god, oh. we're doing rad. We're doing Wild my dad is dead. We're the terror. And my dad is dead with That's Mr. Right. Rad Bastard. Rad Bastard we're doing it nice. at his studio, at the Dan Oscar studio in right. South Beach. Oh, you just, guys are gonna be on location. Don't, don't worry, yeah. the audio fidelity will Chris, be we're gonna have to bring same some low quality. Because <laughs> we're gonna record on our equipment, even though we're going to a professional recording studio. Yeah, well, professional. You guys stick studio. to your guns. I like that. Um, yeah, boy, I was like, <laughs> all right, I didn't so want to worry about it. So once again, this was our monthly live thing at Laser Wolf. Don't forget if you guys are. Chris, thank town, you, Laser yeah, Wolf. Laser Wolf, Chris, so and Jordan, address? I guess, which what's I never see address? Jordan. 901 Progressive Drive. Yes, Laser Wolf. Let's hear it one more time for Chris and Laser Wolf. An invasive species brewing. Uh, and next week we've got Rat. Thanks again, Jesse Small. Thank you. All right. this is That's Barry Stock. That's Rob Elba. We'll see you guys next week. We're out. <laughs> Woo.